I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what is up? It is Mercedes JC and Steph for the Somewhat Normal Podcast. Our weekly podcast letting you know you're not alone. We're all a little weird. We're just somewhat normal. And I think I think the best part is getting being able to like air out our grievances on why we are just somewhat <laughs> normal. <laughs> and, uh, and and we've had some great guests on this show, some great conversations on this show. I feel it's a very revealing podcast. I think so too. I, I really enjoy it sometimes when we have our guests. Sometimes we just talk about things. And actually you brought something up that is really making me think that is this your personal theory or is this someone else's theory? The the wedding thing or the ball yeah, thing? Yeah, the wedding thing. Oh no, I saw this thing. Okay, yeah. So I saw this. And tell me if you guys did this, if you're married. If you don't do um if you don't do at least one of these two things on your wedding day, your marriage is doomed. Number one, when the bride comes down the aisle, if the groom doesn't get teary eyed or even have a few tears rolling down his face when he sees his beautiful bride walk down the aisle towards him. So did you cry when you saw Matt? Did Matt cry when he saw you? Um, I did not cry, but he teared up when he saw me. He, I mean, actually, he did start crying because his dad told him, uh, what did he say? Just breathe, boy. Just breathe. <laughs> and that's what he said. Um, and he, to this day, he remembers that. He, he grabbed his shoulder. He's like, just breathe, boy. Just breathe. And he's like, he, he's very sweet when he talks about it. I don't want to sound all like, uh, you know, cheesy and stuff but he's like i just couldn't catch my breath he looks so beautiful and he was he's very sweet about that whole day yeah he definitely cried all right steph did james cry well we had a very unconventional wedding we got married in our little 600 square feet apartment in connecticut so we didn't really have an aisle to walk down he already knew what i was gonna wear like we picked out the wedding dress together so no he didn't technically cry when i walked down or when he saw me but he did start crying first when we started doing the vows I think that counts for sure. Did you start crying? I did. So the first time I saw my wife was before she walked down the aisle. She was all done up in her dress and stuff. And we met in a private, we got married at the Wynn. We met in a private area to do some photos and see each other for the first time. My brother was there taking pictures. And when I saw her for the first time, it was a full blown like cry. Like my brother's next to me, like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And he's like, he's like, it's cool, man. It's cool. So, so we're good on that one. What's, What's the other thing? Number two, if you do not have sex on the wedding night, I don't care how tired you might be from doing the chicken dance that is the first official night as husband and wife. You need to make love to celebrate it. Okay. Who did not? I did not have sex on my wedding night. What? I did not. I was wet. I vomited. I was wasted. Ew. I, was, I barely made it up. <laughs> what a way to kick off that marriage. Oh, I remember starting to black out in the elevator going upstairs. But I don't remember stuff. And I got sick. And the next thing you know, um, I woke up in bed. 
something was hitting me in the face. I'm like, what is hitting me in the face? And it was, it was the cards. My wife was so angry, just opening up the wedding cards, opening up like, oh, your parents wrote this. And she gave me the card. I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> I was in a bad no. way. Yep. Steph, how about you guys? No, I remember the two people that were there for our wedding, quote unquote, was my cousin Savannah and our uh, sister-in-law, Christine, James's sister. And they were in the living room, just one door away. I was like, not tonight, no, babe. No, are you not serious? Tonight. It would have been so oh weird. Oh my gosh. Maybe if we had like a big wedding and we had our own suite, I'd be like, yeah, baby, let's get it on. But no, I was like, not tonight, babe. I'm sorry. I think we ended up playing like, what do you mean? Like card games with them. <laughs> Play Uno. Yeah, exactly. All right. Mercedes? Oh, dude, from the windows to the walls. Are you of serious? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I was tipsy, but we definitely made sure. It's because I, you know, uh, I I bought like the, the stuff, the lingerie. Uh-huh, yes. I was not going to let that go to waste. I, and you know, if those thigh highs are going to cut into my fatty thighs, then I, it better be worth <laughs> Got it. Got the blood so, circulation. Yeah, I was like, dang, I got to work on my thighs. I <laughs> even had one of my wife's bride bridesmaids go up to our room and light candles and put rose petals. We walked in. There was like rose petal pathway. Oh my god! Be- I didn't even see it. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully those rose petals so- soaked up the vomit that you were spewing out of your mouth. Did she remember the rose petals at least? Who? My wife. Your wife? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she loved all of it. I was so bad. The next morning, we're going to check out. We had a, we're flying to Hawaii. I couldn't find my tuxedo. I in the suite. I couldn't like. I don't. She, where'd you put it? I'm like, I don't know. It's got to be here somewhere. She ripped it off oh. you. So we're making love tonight, no. baby. Whatever. If you remember well, or not. Nothing, stuff wasn't working. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's too much information right there. Too much whiskey. Yeah, Is that too- what happens for you too? No, no. But I, that night I was just. I was just. I got. I vomited. Got sick and passed out. Oh. And we it, we got to Hawaii the next night. So within 24 hours we did. But not the, not the night of the wedding. No Mai Tais for you when you get there. You're <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sober as can be. But Steph's still happily married. Uh, we're, we, we got married in 2007 and still happily married. And you guys are still going very strong. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a good chance for, for you guys to renew your vows and then do that on that day. We did renew our vows a year after the fact, and we did not have sex that night because my parents were staying with us. Yeah, my gosh. You had a second chance, man. (laughs) You got to be silent. You can be as silent. You don't have to be, you know, all cowboy crazy and and making all sorts of noise. Hold on one second. Have you ever made love in your family home? Yeah. Oh, not in my family. Well, my home while my family was staying, yes. Really? But not at my childhood home. No. Not in the same room. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You're a savage. Sneak a peek. Ay, ay, ay. No, that definitely not happened. I have a question. Did you guys invite, uh, well, I know, Steph, you're, you had a small ceremony, but JC, did you invite our boss at the time to your to your wedding? Oh, dear Lord. The entire Mix 94.1 staff was oh, there because my there. wife worked, uh, she did sales here at the radio station. And so, yes, our um, our boss was Justin at the time, right? Justin I, Chase, I program have, director. I can't keep track of him. Yeah. <laughs> Justin was our boss. He was there. And then Tom Hum was the general manager and he was there as well. Have, have you ever had a situation where your boss like totally chewed you out? 
because my poor husband got so chewed out by his his boss the other day and i i feel so bad for him like he didn't do anything to deserve it he he sent this really nice email to his boss he had an idea my my husband's a photographer and so he has like a couple of different bosses but his boss that's like national lives on the other side of the country um he sent his his boss a really nice idea about how they should they should make contact with a local organization and then maybe they could get more work with that organization. So he just suggested like, Hey, have we ever thought of reaching out to blah, blah, blah. And then maybe we could generate, you know, some, some work with them. And he went off in this email. He was like, I do not know. What do you write? Are you stupid? Of course I've reached out to them. And I do not have time for people like you telling me what I need to do with my job. And my husband was so rattled by it for life. He's still rattled by it. This happened like a couple weeks ago. And he wrote back. He's like, okay, thank you. That's all he wrote he back. He said, are you stupid? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Can you believe that? No, See? I can't actually. That's uh, insane. I know. I never, I've, I've been chewed out by one boss here, like at the radio station. It was a long time ago. He doesn't work here anymore. And I was so rattled by it. But, like, I've never had anyone, like, do it that way. And I, I feel so bad for him. He's like, I'm just, I, I was killing him with kindness. I didn't say anything. And I reminded him about the book, one of my favorite books, The Four Agreements. It's just you can't take any, anything personally. You don't know what that person was going through. I'm like, he's obviously got his own issues that he's dealing with. And he took it out on you, which really sucks. But I like that he responded that, okay, thank you. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And, and, and he hasn't, he's heard from him since, but not apologizing more just like for work stuff but i don't know it just really upset him and i feel so bad for him and i think now i'm in that situation it would discourage me from suggesting any idea mm -hmm. so even so if it was an idea they thought of i mean to write back in that tone you can respond in a thousand different ways because you'd be should be excited your employees are contributing ideas or want to contribute more to the company have you ever been just completely yelled at by a boss before well i remember the one boss you're talking about being in a couple of meetings with that boss that was intense wait remember, uh, are we talking about the same boss because um, this that, one, I was on my own. He called me at my house and yelled at me. I'll write his name down. I remember one point. Remember we like, didn't we threaten to leave the radio station? Oh, no, it's not that one. Really? Yeah. It was, was a total, it, it was a general manager. He called oh, me and I, screamed I remember at you me. saying that, yeah. Oh, my god! Can you like briefly say Well, it was basically he wanted me to like endorse a product that I did not believe in. And that when we did. When we endorse things and put our names on things, we believe on them. And he's like, I don't care if you don't believe in it. Let's make money. And I was like, I can't. I, I don't. I, I'm not doing it. And he's like, who the bleep do you think you are? And he mm. went off on me. And like two weeks later, he was fired, I did, believe. Did he pass away? Yes. He is, he is dead. Yes. Oh, rest in peace, man. I don't remember his name. I see his face. I don't remember his name, though. I remember the guy. I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It was, he wasn't with us for a very long time at no. the radio station. It was a weird it was, situation. Where did he even come from? And he I didn't don't know. really talk to anybody. No. It was like, yeah. I, my, my wife was still working here because he got his windows tinted. And I remember she had to drive him to pick up his car. And she's like, it was the most awkward car ride ever. Why like, did she have to take I him? don't know. He's like, you, drive me to get oh, my car. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Not that it person. Was you just close your eyes. Oh, you, you're Laura. <laughs> oh, oh, luckily that was a long time ago. Yes. But bad bosses suck. Yeah, and that's like the difference between like being a boss and like being a leader. And mm. that's what I learned big time, like being a dance director and stuff. But I had this one quote unquote boss. She was above me, but she wasn't my direct boss. And she was... 
a promotions coordinator, and she was just she was just more of like a boss, and she was saying things and doing things that she wasn't living up to with her actions. And I remember I was like, we were all fed up. We were as a street team and promotions department. We were all fed up with her. So I remember I was like, I'm gonna pull her aside, and I'm just gonna just talk to her about like being a little bit more of a leader and how you can more inspire. And I wasn't like scolding her, like, hey, you should be more of a leader than a boss. But I was just like, it's really the things that you're doing and the things that you're saying aren't matching up with what a leader should be and what a boss should be. So like things like, you know, being more creative and being with us and being in the front lines with us, like versus like telling us what to do and then just being in your office and not seeing the the things that we would like you to be more proactive about. So that's what I've learned like throughout like my little short time of my career is like being a boss is way different than being a leader. So you can criticize and you can do all these things, but if you really want to inspire others and be a part of a, a huge impact then you got to be more of a leader did you how did she respond when you told her that was it i was it a good Ooh. thing or not good huh so we, i remember having a closed door meeting with her and that day i was getting so i was getting emotional because of how frustrated we all were and she was just like i don't expect i don't know what you expect me to do i don't know what you you're trying to make me do i'm like i'm not trying to make you do anything i'm trying to help you be a better leader than you are you know, than what you've done with all of us. Like, I'm not going to name names, but all of us are just kind of frustrated at how you're going about things. And it was my transition from promotions to programming, which is what we do. We're on the air. And I was like, I really want to move over to programming with uh, knowing that you'll be supporting me and that you'll love that you were a part of the journey on my career as I hopefully I was yours, even though I'm underneath you. She goes, well, good luck. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, and Later, she, business. <laughs> she no longer works in radio. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you could see it during our conversation a couple of times. Our boss was calling us. Was no he really? Way. Yeah, the hotline was ringing. Oh, no. We should have him hop on and see what he says. It's not ringing now, but it rang a couple of times during the conversation. He's probably like, uh, it, I, I think, you know, they have this really cool technology at the, the radio station where there is like a word tracker. You can literally type a word in. And when you type that word in, it'll show you whenever that word was uttered on the show. And I wonder if he has the word boss in there. He's like, oh, they're talking hey, about it. Right I can now. hear it still. So. He's gonna be like, I know exactly what boss you're talking about, Mercedes. Well, we uh, we had better go. Uh, we don't want to get yelled at by our boss, although I don't think he would ever do that. He's very he's supportive. He's awesome. Yeah, he's a good guy. So that's another episode of the Somewhat Normal Podcast. We will see you next week. Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.